Hi, this is Lindy, the creator and host of Lindy's Audio Cafe, a podcast focused on positive and thought-provoking stories. Life gets busy, and in the race for happiness, we sometimes forget it's often the smaller things in life that truly matter. My podcast is focused on the stories that don't make tabloids, the basics that make you smile, the kindness of people who help make the world a better place. Yeah, we need a bit more of that. But before we get started, please be sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app so you don't miss future episodes. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Lindy's Audio Cafe. My name is Lindy, and I'm absolutely delighted to join you once again today. Well, we're just two days before Christmas Day. I've had a lot of snow outside here on Vancouver Island, but I'm feeling kind of warm inside because guess what? I woke up this morning, had an email from a very wonderful lady who's over on the mainland. We've chatted before, and she's coming back on the show today to talk a little bit about pets and pet safety during the holiday season. So I would like to welcome back Eileen Draver. Now, Eileen is the Senior Officer for Protection and Stakeholder Relations with the BCSPCA. Oof, that's a mouthful. (laughs) Hi, Eileen. It's so great to have you here. It's lovely to join you yet again. And um, especially at this time of the year, it's pretty exciting for for the children. Uh, Santa's coming soon. So, um, but, you know, a lot of our children, well, we don't call them babies. They're fur babies. So yeah. the purpose of this this uh, interview is to talk about your fur babies and how, how to protect them over the, the holiday season. Um, and if you don't mind, I'll start off with when you're taking your animal, your dog for a walk, be sure to clean their pads off. Um, a lot of people put snow down on the sidewalks and... Um, Guardians should watch for the salt and sand used as it can get in between your dog's pad toes on their pads. And the salt and sand are irritating to paw pads and can result in sore paws. Um, and it can also result in dermatitis. So if you see your dogs nibbling at their toes, check them out. After the walk, dr- dry them off. Um, if you can, wash them off and, and, and dry them off. Because these products can irritate the mouth and cause stomach upset and electrolyte imbalances if ingested, and they, which will result in like upset tummy and they have to run out to the bathroom more often. So you want to prevent that. Um, another thing is if you're putting salt down uh, on your own sidewalk, choose a pet-friendly, non-corrosive de-icing compound and they they can be readily available through retail outlets. It's also important um, to walk slowly and carefully when conditions are icy uh, or slippery because like humans your canine companion can slip and injure themselves. In fact I would recommend you try and stay indoors as much as you can and keep your fur baby indoors too. Um, They will have to be entertained of course my baby is sleeping at my feet as I speak. So, um, but every now and again, she will get up and she has to play and just engage with them and give them some toys that they, they can work on and keeps it, it will keep them amused. Absolutely. Um, just like kids, right? I mean, it's the exactly. same thing. If the conditions aren't great outside, you got to find something to do inside. And you, you, you can probably see Ozzy on the bed behind me. I call him <laughs> Ozzy the studio hound. He's the production supervisor. <laughs> and, 
And uh, Ozzy actually has toys inside and we're kicking toys like a saw. We've actually got a little laundry rack set up as a soccer net and Ozzy's playing with the toys inside. That's perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so we want to protect them. And another another problem at this time of the year is antifreeze. Now, you're probably well aware um, that you have to use a pet safe propylene glycol based antifreeze instead of the ethylene glycol based, which is toxic to wildlife and pets. And that has a sweet taste to it, which actually attracts animals. Interesting. Just a, just a mere tablespoon can actually kill a small dog or a cat. Wow. So there are great options for animal-friendly antifreeze that has anti-corrosive properties, is biodegradable and is recyclable. So if you're not quite sure, just ask your retailer outlet. Wow, I I wasn't aware of that. That's definitely good to know. Is that something new or has that always been? No, it's been no, it's been around for a long time. Um, My goodness, I have been with this organization for 42 years. So I can't recall if it was in the last 10 years or but um, that's my age It's an old thing. But it's been (laughs) around for a while. and then um, something else that you should really be aware of is protection from frostbite. Oh, Our yeah. weather here is atrocious at the moment. And um, dogs and cats may have fur coats, but some aren't very thick. They've got short coats. They get cold and can suffer from exposure just like us. Um, cats and dogs are particularly vulnerable to frostbite on the tips of their ears and paws. So an extreme cold Animals should only be outside for a wee while. Um, and if you want, uh, if your dog or cat is comfortable wearing them, and that can be, this can be challenging, put, perhaps put booties on, on their paws and that will protect their pads. Yeah. Um, and you can do that slowly. You can actually try putting one on and, and reward them when the, the, the booty is on the paw and, and then let them get used to it. And then they'll relate, this is a good thing. If they put these booties on, they're they're being rewarded. Oh, um, that's good to know, because I can't seem to get them on my dog. I try and he just keeps lifting a paw and he won't walk. He just sits, I know, you can't I get know. him to move. I know. And then, and you know, we find yeah. it amusing when they're walking around and they're looking <laughs> yeah. there. But the fact yeah. is, they can be stressed out. So okay. if you try just one at a time and then gradually work your way up to, you know, uh, all four. Yeah. Um, so uh, puppies and older dogs might find it more difficult to control their body temperature. Dogs with heart disease or diabetes are also at a greater risk of getting frostbite because these conditions reduce blood flow to the extremities. Um, the cold can also aggravate existing health conditions such as arthritis in older dogs. I have the same problem because I'm an older one, <laughs> and, and they should all be monitored closely or kept yeah. indoors. Um, also, I want to give you some signs to look for for frostbite, and they can have a pale gray or bluish skin, um, pain and swelling in the area, and sometimes the skin feels cold, brittle, and it may be painful to touch. Blisters or skin ulcers are, is something else to look out for and areas of, of blackened or dead skin. Oh. So the su- symptoms of hypothermia are shivering, pale or gray gums. They could be lethargic, 
and they, they could be stumbling or they're lacking in coordination. So if your animal, if you see an animal that is, is, seems to have these symptoms, warm them up, place your dog or cat's paws or other frostbitten areas in a bowl of only lukewarm water. Cats often get frostbite on their ears. Test it with your hand first. Make sure it's warm to the touch, but it's not too hot. Do not, for goodness sake, do not use dry heat, such as a hair dryer or a heating pad. Um, pat the dog or cat dry. Make sure not to rub or massage the frostbitten area. And then take them to your veterinarian. Oh, boy. Yeah, that sounds awful. That, uh, that's harsh. Yes, yes. And and really, and and let me move on to... I I don't think dogs should be outside. They're sentient beings and they're very sociable and they need their pack and they look at us as their pack. And to keep them outdoors, well, I just won't go there. But unfortunately, yeah. some people keep their dogs outside. So it's incumbent upon their caregivers to ensure that they have a proper doghouse. And that doghouse should be elevated up off the ground, it should be insulated, and it really should have a flap on the door to prevent to, to um, protect them from the elements. Excuse me, sorry. Oh, no worries at all. Um, so, and and I've come across in my forty-two year career so many dogs. They have the doghouse, and they have an old carpet in the doghouse or a blanket, um, and and they're damp. A dog oh. can't maintain its body heat no. laying on a, a piece of carpet or a blanket. The best, the best bedding would be straw. And that oh. way they can maintain their body heat in straw. Interesting. So, and I'm, that would make sense because think about our climate. Like today, we've got all this snow and it's going to freezing rain this afternoon. What would happen if that blanket had been out there with all that moisture in the air? I know. I know. Yeah, a good point. Yeah. It's really heartbreaking to think of animals being out there. It really truly is. But um, And another point to bring up, when it's cold outside, cats and wild animals will try to find warmer places to seek shelter. Now, this includes vehicles, particularly oh, yeah. those that are recently parked and they're still warm. A cat or a raccoon could easily find a decent amount of space in your bumper or under the hood of your car. So we would recommend tap or lightly thump the hood of your car, allowing time for a four-legged friend to make their escape. Wait for a, wee, a few minutes, or a few moments, I should say, and after to listen for any noises of escape before entering and starting your car. Okay. So think and thump. Yeah, that yeah. makes total sense. And you hear about that. Now, of course, there's other critters that might get underneath the hood of your car, but <laughs> I guess we want to be kind to all of them, right? <laughs> well, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So you should also keep in mind that um, holiday hazards for pets. So it's a festive time of the year for, for us, but it can be a tricky time for the animals in our lives, whether it's decor, plants, or the hustle and bustle at home. Um, there are certain things guardians need to be aware of when celebrating the season. So, for example, ensure the tree is well secured and try to place decorations above fall height. Um, you know, I think of cats. Cats are so curious and often they will try and climb a tree. So make sure your, your tree is secure. Um, 
try and avoid using breakable ornaments because if an ornament breaks, obviously, you know, the, the cat or dog, they can actually get like stabbed with a piece of glass in their oh, patch. Yeah. You may not see it for the longest mm-hmm. time. So I would, I would strongly recommend uh, plastic ornaments. Parts and for lights should be made inaccessible, of course, to pets who like to chew on things. Oh, yeah. Chemicals used in the water reservoir um, of your tree to help it last longer can be toxic to, to animals too. So keep this area covered to protect, to protect your pet. And then, then we w- we'll move on and we'll talk about human food and treats. Humans, I do. I love chocolate. But it contains theobromine, a chemical that can be deadly to both cats and dogs. And while it may be tempting to feed Fido or Fifi (laughs) human food under the table, the best thing you can do for your pet is to keep them on a regular diet. I don't know if you're familiar with the movie A Christmas Vacation. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Think of the, the dog food. under the table. Oh yeah. I, I still think of the cat food in the jello. <laughs> Every time I see a jello salad, I think of that movie. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, so avoid giving bones to your dogs or cats, particularly oh, yeah. turkey bones. Yeah. Uh poultry bones can easily splinter and cause serious injury. So while bone fragments could cause intestinal blockages or lacerations. Keeping your garbage out of your pet's reach is also key. The last thing you want is a huge veterinarian bill. Over. Oh, absolutely. Or the or the Christmas Day rune because you've got a pet that's vomiting in the middle of all of it. And <laughs> no fun for you and no fun for your pet either. Nobody yes. wants that. No, yeah. No. No, for so, sure. Now, a number of holiday plants are poisonous to animals, and this includes mistletoe, hmm. holly, ornamental pepper, and Christmas rose. Be sure these plants stay out of the reach of pets, especially birds. Contrary to popular belief, and I just, I didn't know this. Yeah. I just found out. Easy. We're always learning. We're always learning. But poinsettias are not poisonous to pets or people. Really? I always thought they were. So I have a little one on my table. Keep it away. Don't let Ozzy get the leaves. There you go. There you go. So, um, however, some pets may have a sensitivity to them, but they're not poisonous. And I just, I just discovered that. But holly is, right? Yeah. And yep, I have a holly is. tree in my backyard. I have a big holly tree. Well, but you see, it's always been there. It's not yeah. new. And, you know, yeah. animals are very inquisitive. If something new comes into the home, they want to yeah. check it out, right? For sure. Yeah. And and this brings me on to toys. Avoid mm-hmm. purchasing pet toys with small or soft pieces that can be easily chewed or swallowed. Nylon bones tend to splinter less than plastic ones, and you should be inspecting your pet's toys regularly and discarding deteriorating ones. For sure. And bacteria build up too, right? When they've chewed and chewed and chewed them, if they're not getting clean, wouldn't it be kind of gross after a while? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I often wash, their babies go into the washing machine regularly. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Totally does. So those are the tips to there's keep in a, mind. And just, there's a lot just... of things to look out for. And and tinsel, you know, now I remember tinsel. Now people don't use tinsel much anymore. That's probably more our generation when we were growing up and all those silver tinsel pieces. And oh, I yes. can actually share a story where I had a cat that swallowed a piece of tinsel when I was a child. And 
it I was very lucky the cat passed it out the other side. I won't get into details. Nobody needs yeah. it. But at the time, it brought to light how serious that could be. And of course, back 40 years ago, people didn't think about that as much. But that can't that wrap around in their intestines and get oh, them like it can be oh, really hard on them, right? Absolutely. And yeah. um, you call it tinsel or angel hair. Some people call it angel hair. And you're okay, right. It's yeah. not as popular as it was years ago. Yeah. But yes, those keep them away. Keep keep that away from your from your pets at home. Absolutely. I don't even put it on the tree anymore. I just go, there's no no point in doing something like that. No, no, absolutely not. No. Yeah. So keeping all of this in mind, um, hopefully everybody, all your listeners will have a happy and a warm and peaceful Christmas. Oh, and I appreciate all the tips. I really do. And uh, I guess there's one more quick thing just to touch base on. And um, no matter where you live, whether you're in British Columbia, I know I have a lot of friends in Yukon who are fostering pets right now as well, too. There's a lot of people fostering pets. Do you find that you're having quite a need over the holidays for people to be fostering? You know, I think we have this need all year round. Yeah. Um, Sometimes, you know, we have to go in and remove animals from a certain situation. And it's best they do sometimes, well, a lot a lot of times that they do better in a home environment to, to recover rather than yeah. in an animal center, community center. So um, if, if any of your listeners are interested and they want to adopt, but they don't have the time or they're unable to at this point, they can certainly foster. And, um, and if they're unable to do that, we're always looking for volunteers. We, we could not do the work that we do without our volunteers. Makes sense. Walking the dogs. I think that's a big one, right? People that come out and take them out and get them exercise so that they Absolutely. aren't in, in when the weather's permitting. <laughs> yeah. And, and sitting, reading to a cat. Really? It's amazing. And Cats playing like to be read to. Yeah. It's wow. incredible. And that bond, they, they, you know, they feel better. And I just can't imagine being, put yourself in, in an animal or a dog or cat's position that you're used to a home. And then all of a sudden you're taken away from your people and put some somewhere in a in a kennel or in a cage and and it's so unfamiliar they need loving and oh. unfortunately our staff are so incredibly busy that this is where the volunteers make up for it they can sit read to the cats or or play with them and just bond with them it makes such a difference and they know they're being loved that is such a good thing to remember it certainly is because often you think oh I can help support I can make a donation do this sort of thing but Mm -hmm. there's so many ways that we can help donations is one thing but by offering our help as well too oh yeah and and a reminder um to your listeners that um you know we're not funded by the government to do the work that we do yeah I just couldn't imagine animals out there and 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 there's no BCSPCA to help them. I just yeah. I dread to think what would happen. So that would be horrible. Yeah. So without the the public support, we couldn't do this. So I just like to say a huge thank you to everybody that supports. It's not necessarily the BCSPCA, whichever animal shelter you support. I thank you so much. Ah, oh, that is marvelous. Well. I can't thank you enough for taking the time. I know we just kind of winged this on short notice this morning, and I wasn't sure if we'd be able to do it. I know I was out shoveling for 
uh, pretty much the morning and I came in about three minutes before we started chatting, hence the scruffy hair this morning. <laughs> it's kind of hard to go from throwing, you know, You're looking fabulous. <laughs> no you. worries. <laughs> I, I don't care as long as I have my, my driveway cleared, whatever, just the season. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so thank you great. so very much and oh, have a wonderful, you. wonderful Christmas. You too. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful Christmas as well. Take care. You too. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to click like and share it so others can enjoy it also. Join the Lindy's Audio Cafe podcast group for updates. Oh, and positive reviews are always welcome as well. <laughs> Check the show notes for updated links. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day.